the queen of resilience, sits down with each incredible author featured in this highly anticipated anthology. In this captivating series, we delve into the depths of each author's chapter, exploring the hows and whys behind their desire to share their experiences with multiple sclerosis. Prepare to be inspired as these courageous souls recount their triumphs, their challenges and the resilience that fuels their spirits. Welcome back, listeners, to Whispers of Resilience, our MS story. Today, I've got with me Lachlan. Now, Lachlan's all the way up in far north Queensland. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you, Justin. Now, some might say, why are you here? Because you don't actually have MS, do you? No, I'm I'm a bit of a ring-in. You are a ring-in, and we love you anyway, Lachlan. So... Lockie, you were diagnosed with MS, but you don't have MS. Is that correct? Yeah. Originally, when I did the first test, I had MRI scans, <laughs> MRI scans, CAT scans, lumbar function, I had everything. And they couldn't find anything to label me with. And after about seven years when I could no longer work and I applied for the disability pension, I, I had to actually have, have something. Yeah. Um, they they put you down as having MS but they weren't quite sure what it was. That, that is correct, yes. Yeah. Now I'm going to do a fair bit of the talking today, listeners, and Lockie will probably just reply in one or two words. So... Lockie actually has PLS. Now, PLS is the big brother to MND. Is that correct? Uh, the little brother. The Thank little you. brother. Well, the slow-acting, the slower-acting one. So Very MND. slowly progressing. Yes. So MND or motor neuron disease, as we know, um, happens quite fast. Um and PLS happens slowly. So we included Lockie, well, I included Lockie in the book um, to raise awareness that sometimes misdiagnoses happen and that PLS is close to MS as well with a lot of the symptoms that you actually have. Is that correct, Lock? That is. <laughs> correct. So Lockie's. Lockie's uh, voice and throat has been affected by the PLS, hence why I'm doing a lot of the talking here. Um, and over the space of the last six months, Lachlan and I have become very good friends and I've actually been to Queensland a few times now and, and met with Lock. and our yeah. last time was a lovely afternoon tea on the Strand, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, Lockie asked me, I said, I'm going to get you a cake. And he goes, get me the biggest, yummiest cake there was. And I did. I think I came out with a triple chocolate cheesecake kind of thing and sat there and watched him eat it because there was none of that that I could actually um, consume. So, Lockie, why did you want to be a part of the book? I, <clears throat> I just wanted to tell my story and let, let other people know that even with 
winning in Nation Rock, Nation can still uh, be part of the community and you can still be active and yes. do things. That's right. That's right. You know, just because we have disabilities doesn't mean that we have to stay locked up at home, does it? That we yeah. are still, you know, a valuable member of the community, of society. And Lockie's done some amazing photography work in his time. And, and well, Actually, Justine, yes. I've just spent the last <clears throat> three days at the V8 races taking photos. Nice one. So the V8 supercars are up in Townsville at the moment doing their bit this time of the year and um, that's fantastic that you're still out taking photos and no doubt you would have been in there in your racing scooter. I was, but I, I I didn't get there in time to enter in the qualifying races. As you can hear, listeners, Lachlan still has a good sense of humour. And um, he's got the yellow flash. You should see it. He's on his third set of tyres. And um, how many Ks have you done on your scooter? Six and a half thousand. Six and a half thousand kilometres on a mobility scooter. In In the last 15 months. In the last 50, that is just incredible. Some people don't even do that in their cars. Absolutely incredible. And when I met Lachlan, I thought it was a brand new scooter. And I'm like, oh, your tires are ha- hanging out pretty well. And that's when you said to me, no, they're my third set. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, do you take it through the car wash and give her a burl through the car wash? <laughs> Having a bit of a mark, weren't we, Lachlan? <clears throat> That we were. So you wanted to give back. You wanted to make your story, um, tell your story so more people are aware. And there isn't much about PLS out there either. Um, when you told me that you had PLS, I'd never heard of it. Yeah. So. Uh, there's, <clears throat> there's not a lot of people haven't known. No. No, I mean. They all push like MND and and oh, obviously MS. That's why we're here today, but uh, not the PLS. So you know we're hoping to raise a little bit more of an awareness on what Lockie has, and you know there may be some other people out there that actually fit into the PLS category and not the MS category um, as well. So, um, what would you tell someone, Lockie? if they were not sure that they were diagnosed properly? Well, I went along for about seven years with no diagnosis. Yeah. Knowing full well that I did have something. Yeah. Um, How did it feel when you were diagnosed then with the proper thing? Oh, I felt relieved to know what I actually had, yes, for sure. I think out of all of it, that's the hardest thing is waiting for your diagnosis because everything's going through your mind at a 1,000 miles an hour and you know that there's something wrong with your body, yet externally a lot of the time people can't see it. And then you start questioning whether you're losing your mind or not 
yeah. um, because you can't see it. My actual neuro at the time um, told me, I put me into a psychologist. Uh, or was he a psychiatrist? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Um, into an ologist anyway um, because he told me it was all in my mind. Um, and, well, it was in my mind because I actually had scarring yeah. on the on the myelin sheath. And it wasn't until I changed neuros, which, you know, we can do in Australia is if you're not happy with the doctor that you're seeing, you can definitely ask for a second or even a third opinion. Um, yeah. That said, oh, the reason why this isn't working in your body is probably because of this lesion that's in your brain. And I'm like, are you serious? I've just gone through three months of seeing um, the ologist, I can't remember, like I said, if it was a psychologist or psychiatrist, I think it was a psychologist, and um, they had me on antidepressants and everything like that telling me it was all in my mind and I was making it all up. Yeah. So, you know, we are fortunate that we can that we do live here and that we can get, you know, other opinions, second opinions, and, you know, doctors are only human as well and they do make mistakes as we yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the majority do a fantastic job, but then occasionally you get one that yeah. a poo par. As, um, as with anything. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, Lockie, how do you spend your days? Well, usually... Um, I get my carers to come in early. Yeah, from NTIS. They, they, they arrive at 7. Yeah. They actually forcing me out of bed. <laughs> and they're here for two hours. You can tell that you live in a warm climate because if someone came in here at 7 a.m. and it's like minus something or zero, I'm not getting out of bed. Huh. <laughs> And there's a method in my madness that lets me get out and get started on the day reasonably early. Yeah. And so do you have support workers that come and put you to bed? No, no. Only in the morning yep. they come in and um, they'll cook breakfast for me, um, put the washing on, hang the washing out, make my bed. Sweep and mop the floor, empty the rubbish, and all that sort of stuff. So, do you get a cooked breakfast every morning? I do, yes. There's some perks to being disabled, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could as well, but you know, I don't. <laughs> I, I have fairly simple taste, but what do you have for brekkie? Come on, share with the listeners. What do you, what does Lachlan you, eat for Usually eggs on toast in some form, whether they be poached, fried, an omelette, scrambled. Yeah. They're usually eggs on toast. And bacon? No, no, just the eggs. Uh, if I have an omelette, I have some other ingredients in that, but usually just the eggs. And a cup of tea. Wow. I'm good to go. You're living like a king, mate. And a piece of fruit, usually a banana. Oh, nice. And then so you get your own lunch? Yeah. I'm usually out at lunchtime. Yep. I go to all my own appointments, doctors, dentists, 
um, massage or whatever I'm doing, I transport myself there on the schooner. Okay, yep. Cool. Um, what's another question I can ask you? Mm, what have you got out of contributing into this book? Um, mainly, I suppose, the fact that I can do it. Yeah. I've often wondered about writing a book, Is how hard is it, where do you start, where do you finish, all that sort of stuff. So that's probably the biggest thing I've got out of it. And you've, um, you've probably lit a fuse for me. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea because you've come into Morpheus's writing group now as well, haven't you? I have. Yeah, so. I, I, I think there's quite a bit of writing left in me. I love that, Lachlan. I love that. So what are you going to write? Probably a bit more about my my life, my own life. So a memoir? We're working on a memoir? Possibly, yes. Possibly. That's and the, I, I, that's I've got a, a lot of information about family history. Yep. Um, and I, I looked a lot. I'd like to put my family history in a book format. Mm, there you go. There's two books. Yeah. Two books. You're going to be with me for a while yet, Lachlan. <laughs> That's okay. We we welcome you. Welcome you. And you know you can follow us on Morpheus Publishing Facebook page. Um, the website is um. Well, hopefully by the time this goes live, the website's up and going properly. Um, or you just contact me, and uh, you'll be able to purchase Lachlan's books uh, through Morpheus, and they'll be available on all major platforms as well when he gets them written and we get them published. So exciting times ahead! Did you ever think, Lachlan, that you would be a published author? I didn't know. And how people reacted when you've told them that you're going to be a published author? And they, they, they can't quite believe it, but they're very happy for me. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So there's a dream that's come true, come true, but you didn't even know that it was a dream at the time. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that. So if you're in Townsville and you see this yellow streak whizzing past uh, with a man with long long curls um, out the back, um, it's Lachlan going to take some photos down the strand or sporting activities, um, stuff like that. So, And you can always pull me up and have a chat. I don't mind chatting. <clears throat> in between coughing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just gotta take your time, don't you, mate? Yeah. <clears throat> when you're when you're talking. So um there you go, uh listeners and those that are viewing on uh the vlog past that if you do see Lachlan Wizen past, pull him up and have a chat, ask him what he's taking photos of and um what he's up to, and he'll stop and have a chat with you. So 
Is there anything that you wish that you'd put in your chapter but had forgotten? <clears throat> well, there's lots of things I didn't get. <clears throat> you kind of ran out of words, didn't you? Like you were. I, I, did, I was just about to say I didn't get um, enough words to tell my full chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was limited. You only got 3,000 words and he wanted to write more. Some of the, there was a couple of other authors that when they submitted their chapters, they were like nearly 8,000 words. I'm like, guys, you've got to take 5,000 words out of this. And if you can write that many, you really need to stick with me and write your memoirs at the end of this. So, uh, and that's why you're writing your memoir as well, Lachlan, is that you've got far more to share to the world. And we look forward yeah. to reading all of that. Well, I know I do. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you in this book and um, the community that we've made, the social and community participation um, has been amazing. You were there for for most of the um, writing workshops that we had, all the groups, uh, two, three, four times a week, some, some yeah. weeks. And um, what did you learn from all of that, Locke? Oh, well, probably... Um that I'm not the only one out there with problems in my life. It was quite interesting to hear other people's stories. Yeah. And yeah. how they um, combat or get, get around yeah. the problems in their life. And you learn how to write. And I learned how to write. Lots of lots of chats with me, lots of listening to my voice. So because he's finished writing his memoir, people, and um, then his family history, he's going to be sick of my voice. <laughs> oh, I don't think that will happen. Yeah. Thanks, Lock. All right. Well, listeners, um, I'm going to let Lachlan go and, and rest now and save his voice a little bit. And we would like to thank you for joining us today and listening in on Lachlan's chapter. You'll have to buy the book to find out all the details in it. And then uh, definitely follow him on social media as well because his social media is, what's it called, Lachlan? Uh, um. Oh, you mean my um, photography? Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, your photography. Yeah. On Instagram, it's, um, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it. Oh, the name of my head. Art Less in Queensland. What is it? Art Less in Queensland. Art Less? Art, art Leasing. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. art leasing in Queensland, yeah. but we'll put that in the show notes as well for this and um, we'll put Lockie's bio in there as well so you can contact him direct. Check out his photography. It's absolutely amazing. Um, that yellow yellow flash as he's going along the strand there. Um, so anyway, listeners, thanks for joining us. Um, you can purchase a book. The link will be in the show notes uh, for it and we'd love you uh, to do that. 25% of the sales are going back to MS Research uh, to find a cure and um, we look forward uh, to sharing our stories with you.
We do. Thank you, Justine, and thank you, everybody, for listening. You're welcome, Lachlan. And remember, everyone, stay healthy. Are you ready to be inspired? Get ready for the book that will touch your heart and ignite your spirit. Whispers of Resilience, Personal Stories of Living with MS is now available for purchase. Have you ever wanted to peek into the lives of individuals who have triumphed over adversity? Look no further. This highly anticipated anthology brings together a group of exceptionally talented authors, all living with multiple sclerosis, who share their personal journeys with unyielding honesty and vulnerability. At www.resiliencemindset.com.au, you can now secure your copy of this remarkable book that captures the essence of resilience, hope, and the power of the human spirit. Dive into the stories that will captivate your imagination and open your heart to the triumphs and challenges faced by these courageous individuals. With each turn of the page, you'll witness the unbreakable spirit of these authors, as they navigate the unpredictable terrain of Ms. Their words will inspire you, uplift you, and remind you of the incredible strength that lies within. Visit www.resiliencemindset.com.au now and embark on a transformative journey through the pages of Whispers of Resilience. Get your copy today.